Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. Hey, hey. How are you doing, Matty D? Good. How are you, Kieran? I'm so relieved. I'm you so are? relieved. Relieved? Yeah. I'm so glad that we're finally doing a movie talk episode because these are the episodes where we can finally take a break from our usual format and structure and Chuck just talk all things movies. Yeah, that's right. Kick off the heels, let our hair down, all of those things that we usually say at the start of these episodes. So, yeah. So, we've watched every movie that we covered in 2022 and we're finally getting around to talking about what our favourites and least favourite movies were from that year. Yeah, and how we found the films, you know, in general. That's right. Yeah, it's really- Was it a good year? We haven't done any actual spoilers episodes on the movies of 2022 at this stage, so- yeah, not a single one. No? I know you're looking surprised. Yeah, we we are oh, actually Top Gun. We, we've covered Top Gun. That's about it. Right. And But aside from that, we haven't covered any of the movies from 2022. So, really, this is going to be like an early preview of what we think of all those movies that we covered. So, of all of the movies that came out in 2022, do you reckon any of them made the top five most critically acclaimed movies of 2022? No. These are all very much uh, commercial box office hits. Yeah, I'm not popcorn movies. Anything that could have won anything. Maybe nope. Maybe nope. Yeah, maybe. Uh, By the way, we only covered 25 movies in 2022. So, as this show goes on, we cover less and less movies each year somehow. Cinema's dying, man. Yeah, maybe. And there's just less movies that we want to cover. But uh, it's not like there's not like movies aren't coming out. But it's just we cover less and less movies. Because I guess- uh. Popcorn movies are sort of like few and far between. They cost a lot of money to make so that less comes out. Also, I think we peppered in a lot more special episodes and movie talk episodes. So, in order for us to have like a decent amount of movies, also we're doing actual spoilers episodes every second week. So, for us to cover at least 22 movies, we have to be doing them every second week. Yeah, and there's a lot of movies we can't cover, like anything that's a direct remake. That's right. So there are a few of those coming out. Or a direct out. adaptation. Or a direct adaptation, something off a book. Or, yeah, that's right. Know, a, a pre-existing source material. So, that cuts a lot of things out. Yeah. All the Disney movies they're pumping out that are just like- All the live action, in finger quotes, live action <laughs> Disney uh, remakes that they're doing. We can't cover any of those. Yeah. And they're always coming out. I can't wait to see Snow White and the seven regular sized people. That looks <laughs> yes, like it's going to be I good. I know. <laughs> we can talk all of- Well, I guess we'll never talk all about that. That's like- We can talk about it now. Late in controversy. Yeah. Like, let's not give any dwarf actors or little people actors, you know, drop, Yeah. Drops. Same with uh, Willy Wonka, which we're going to be covering in the future. <laughs> So, Hugh Grant is playing an Oompa Loompa in that movie, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea, but then I realised, hold on, no little people are getting any work in that movie. Taking, taking not just actors, but like stuntmen, all, all sorts yeah. of people are losing jobs over there. Absolutely. Because Disney is Disney. That's right. Please like us. We want to avoid controversy at any cost, including people's livelihoods, so, apparently. So, Disney is under the impression that, like, oh, we can't have movies with, like, little people in them, because then we're going to feel like we're exploiting little people or making fun of them. So, they just don't cast little people and then just, like, use CGI to make... Like, I think that's worse. It Isn't is. that worse? Like, it, it feels like you're indirectly making fun of people. Well, if they, if they just put white people on screen and put them in blackface. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, well, this is our way around it. It would just be as offensive. We don't want to be, like, we don't want to paint black people in a negative light. So, we're just going to have white actors do blackface. That's essentially what they're doing. And, yeah, we haven't mentioned it with Snow White and the seven regular sized people. <laughs> that they, they cast one little person as a dwarf and then they're just like, and then just regular sized people are going to play the other in finger quotes, dwarves. I guess they're just Snow White they're, they're and the well-rounded people or something. <laughs> yeah. Powers or they're fantastical beings. I don't know anything. About I don't movie. know. It looks terrible. 
we're not going to cover it on this show. So and, this and, is our only chance to talk about sure. it. Sure. Can, can I guess some other movies that might be in the top? Is, yeah, is sure. Avatar just by no. money alone? <laughs> uh, I would guess that if we're talking about awards, Top Gun might win best soundtrack or something mm, like that. No. We're talking critically acclaimed movies, not like Oscar winning movies. Critically acclaimed. So the movies that like getting really good critical reviews. Yeah, the Batman would do okay, but probably no, not, it's not so up there. up there. None of the movies we covered are in the top five. <laughs> so, let's get into what was actually in the top five critically acclaimed movies of 2022. So, the movie that was getting the most uh, sort of critical buzz in 2022 was a movie called Tar, or it might be Tear. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's T-A-R with like an accent above the A, like the same sort of accent that you have above cafe. Okay. The E in cafe. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about that movie, so I can't say if it was a great movie or not. Maybe I'll watch it, but yeah, like I said, I don't know anything about it. Next was After Sun. Do you know anything about After Sun? No, don't. Yeah. Do you? No, I've never even heard of After We're too Sun. busy watching movies for this show. Next was The Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, well, we saw that. Which is a movie we both saw. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it. It's not my favourite of uh, the Martin McDonough movies. I think all the other ones were better than The Banshees of Inner Uh What I say about it, and I recommend anyone watch it if they're interested, but I like it up until a point, and then I- I'm the same. I kind of think the movie does everything it's going to do, and the rest of the movie is just like, out. why are we here? Why are we here? Why so, we I think here? you said that when the sister leaves- Yes. No spoilers in the movie, but when the main character's sister leaves uh, Island- then uh, we don't really care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, the emotional sort of like- uh, Part of the movie goes away, and then we're just left with this idiot, <laughs> well, Colin Farrell's character. It, it's it's slow to start, which everyone said that to me, so I was yes. expecting that. But then it sort of picks up, and you're with the movie. It's interesting. Yeah. Things are happening. It's unexpected. And then when the sister leaves, then it just kind of flatlines. For yeah, me, that's right. That's just my opinion. Well, Matty D, the next most critically acclaimed movie of 2022 is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a movie I saw in the cinema. I enjoyed it. For the most part. Again, I thought it was about the same levels of the Banshees of Inner and I thought it was only okay. What were your thoughts on that movie? I haven't finished watching that movie. <laughs> oh, why haven't you finished watching it? It won the Golden Globe for Best Picture. And it, uh, everyone was really angry that it didn't get Best Picture at the Oscars. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't get it, man. I, I don't oh, get yeah. what the, the hype behind this movie was. I kind of thought yeah. it was a hot mess. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. I'm going to say that as someone who's seen Barbie recently. <laughs> I, I went into that movie with it with all and the everybody hype. was singing its praises. Even I was just like, "Yeah, man, it was pretty good." Yeah, but then I, you went in and you were just like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I, 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 I was like, "Yeah, there are fun bits, there are funny bits, but it just kind of was just it was a very weird experience, and it was just multiverse stuff." Yeah, that's right. Which like, we're already tired of. That's kind of getting old right now. And the whole movie takes place in one location, even though it's like a multiverse movie. The whole movie takes place in an office, and it's not a particularly like yeah. interesting or engaging office either. Like, like I said, I thought the movie was okay, so don't send your hate mail to me. Yeah, send, send it to, it to me. Daddy, well, I came D, in with so, but much- but I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So there was so much hype behind that movie. People were like, "This movie's really awesome. This movie's really awesome." And I kept asking what it's about, and people would tell me, "Oh, I, we can't even tell you because yeah. it's so the different. movie can't even tell you. It's so." different to anything you've seen before if you know even a little bit about it it will ruin the kind of event yeah. and I was like wow well this is going to be awesome and then I started watching it and I was like oh this is just a fucking multiverse movie yeah that's not you with hot dog fingers with hot dog fingers <laughs> did you get to that part I hope you did yes it did I thought that was a funny joke <laughs> anyway sure so the next movie on my list of the top five most critically acclaimed movies of 2022 was The Fablemans which I don't think you've seen no that's about Spielberg which was Spielberg's sort of like biopic so it was yes. about the early years of his life before he got into filmmaking now again that was only a movie that I thought was okay I was very disappointed by that movie because 
everything that I wanted to see about Spielberg's life wasn't in the movie. Like, I don't care about the interpersonal dynamics of Spielberg's <laughs> family. And that was the movie. Right. Like, I wanted to see Spielberg as the young filmmaker, which I felt like was a very small focus in the movie. Like, we certainly saw him making movies, but it was very much about the, like, the, the breakdown of the relationship between his mother and his father. Right. And that's not something I'm interested which in. Which is so weird because his story, Spielberg's story, is such a cool yes. story, right? Is a guy who loved film, who loved cinema, yes. who, who was like a child at heart and managed to capture that. And that's right. Well, he started making films as like a very small child. Yeah. So, his parents got a, a like a camera when he was maybe four years old. And so, he was obsessed with- He was obsessed with the train crash in The Greatest Show on Earth. If you remember the movie The Greatest Show on Earth, which is about a circus- Right. Uh, at the end of the movie, the, the train crashes because there's like a car on the train tracks. And he was sort of like traumatized by that crane crash, but like sort of obsessed with it at the same time. Right. And he wanted to recreate it. So, as like a four-year-old, he had like a train set and he would s- put like a car on the train tracks. And he like set up a camera to film the shot exactly how it looked in the movie. But he did, obviously, in the movie, they did it with miniatures. So, he did it with like his toy train set. As sort a kid. of with miniatures as well. And he sort of worked out how to do, like, the special effects and capture, like, the, the action in the same way that was shown on screen. And that sort of got him interested in filmmaking. And then, you know, he did, like, a war movie when he was a teenager. And I think he did, like, a Western as well when he was a teenager. Right. This really sort of developed him into the filmmaker that he was. That's explored in the movie a little bit. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's an interesting story. But all of that stuff is, like, really not the focus of the movie. It really is very much about, like, the interpersonal dynamics of his family. Yeah. One of our favourite actresses, uh, Julia Butters, is in the movie. And I don't think she's in it enough because I really (laughs) like her. But, yeah, like I said, I just didn't care enough about that movie. Like, I just don't care about that, The like, the, the emotions around yeah, it, his it, father and mother. It was a passion project, right? They wanted to yeah. tell this story and they wanted to push this story out there. A little bit of Oscar bait. Yes, absolutely. Like. Absolutely. So, whatever. I didn't see it, so I can't really comment on it. I remember hearing your review of it and that's what that's the movie I wanted so if you're saying yeah. it's not that then I'm it's not that so the best it. part in the movie is the last scene in the movie he goes to see like an old school Hollywood director and that old school Hollywood director of all people is played by David Lynch oh wow that's awesome and so like can you imagine my surprise I didn't know David Lynch was going to be <laughs> in the movie but then he's just like oh he's like this this legendary director he's done countless films and he walks in the room and it's David Lynch. And I was like, oh, my God, it's one of my favorite directors. And David Lynch, like, he takes him over to, like, this wall of paintings. And, like, there's these paintings of landscapes. And he goes, like, what, what can you tell me about this painting? Look at this painting. Tell me what you see in this painting. And he goes, like, oh, there's a man on a horse and, uh, you know, there's some, some rocks. And he goes, no, 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 no. Where's the horizon? And he goes, oh, the horizon's at the bottom. He's like, good. Now, look at this painting. Now, tell me what you see in this painting. And it's like, oh, there's uh, some bushes and some trees. No, 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 no. Where's the horizon? It's at the top. <laughs> That's right. Now, think about, uh, uh, like, cinematography. If the horizon's at the bottom and the horizon's at the top, it's interesting. If the horizon's in the middle, it's boring as shit. <laughs> now, think about that. That's all you need to know. And then, like, that's what he sends him on his way to become, like, a, a director. <laughs> and then the movie ends with Steven Spielberg walking off into the horizon. The horizon's in the middle of the frame. And the camera pans down so the camera, the horizon becomes the top. I love that. And I'm like, that's genius. That should have been the whole movie. Yeah. So, that was the best part of the movie. But the rest of the movie... Boring as shit is what I'll say in the in the words of David Lynch. <laughs> it, it didn't get its horizon right, I guess. No, but that leads us to the worst critically, well, not critically acclaimed. So, this brings us to the most critically panned movies of 2022. What do you reckon is on that list? So, the, my top five, well, not my top five, the top five, according to critics, 
worst movies of 2022. Any ideas what might be on that list? Look, I don't want to go into it because it might you don't spoil, want to spoil our list. what our lists are. Yeah. Are movies that we covered on this list? Yes. <laughs> All of them? No, no. Only two of the five on this list we've covered. I, I really want to- I'm, I'm trying to think of things that were like controversy. You're going to be surprised, maybe, Controversial Manny, at the time. All right. Well, uh, what was it? Well, the first one on the list is Morbius. <laughs> No, Does that's that surprise not, you? No, that doesn't surprise me. I didn't think it would. That that had a really public, you know... <laughs> Execution. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was shitting on that movie, so yes. that's no surprise. And the thing... Well, no, actually, we can't talk about it yet. Can we? I was going to get into my thoughts on Morbius, but that's one of the movies we're covering. In the so. best section, right? Yeah, that's right. So, it's my number one best. <laughs> the next movie on the list was Black Adam. Another movie that... Does that surprise you? No. Because it surprised me. I was like, really? Black Adam's considered one of the worst movies of 2022? Yeah. I mean, Hocus Pocus 2 is right there. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that they're both DC movies, though. No, my- Morbius is Marvel. Morbius is Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. Never mind. It uh, was a Spider-Man villain. That's right. The last you're, I checked, Spider-Man was right. in Marvel. Yeah, but not part of- Yeah, anyway, different Not Marvel right, proper. Uh, not Marvel proper. It was Sony Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember when Black Adam came out, everyone was bashing that as well, so that's no surprise. Don't think it 100% deserved it, but- No. Yeah, like, like, well, I thought Morbius was fine as well, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but like too. I said, we'll I, get into it. Like, I didn't think it was a terrible movie. I didn't mind either of them. I mean, I d- certainly didn't think it was good, and I certainly didn't think Black Adam was good, but I was entertained by Black Adam. Yeah. Wasn't entertained by Morbius. <laughs> Let me just get early previews here. Well, I kind of thought just Morbius felt like a, just your generic early 2000s- It was forgettable. Superhero movie, yes. so I was fine with it. And Black Adam- Except I, for one scene. I Let actually- me just say, one scene in Morbius certainly <laughs> was wasn't- dance scene, you mean? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't want to spoil what you- yeah, have to exactly. say about I that. don't want to spoil but it. Black Adam was- I thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed parts of it. I thought Black it, so. Adam was fun too. That's the thing. Like, of all the, the superhero movies that came out that year, of all the terrible superhero movies that came out that year, I thought Black Adam was on the better side. I guess yeah, that's why it's Yeah, people were out for- and, it, and it's nearly hurt Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a big way. Well, it basically got him excised from the DCU. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. It I, wasn't that. It wasn't I, I uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods bad. I don't know why it deserves such such hate. I I think the fact that it's a DC property yeah. is part of it. And the fact that it's a boring origin story and all of that. It's shit. not Batman and it's DC. So yeah. people And it, it, if you're not those things, then your movie has to be outstanding. Otherwise, people will come for your head. That's right. So the next movie on the list is Triangle of Sadness. I've never heard of it. We're going <laughs> to have to move on. Triangle of Sadness. It sounds like it deserves to be <laughs> the worst of 2022. <laughs> And the next movie on the list was Disney's Pinocchio, the quote live action remake of Pinocchio. Oh, okay. The one where they had the, you know, Pinocchio sniffing shit. Pinocchio sniffing shit. Yeah. So, like, when Pinocchio first leaves home and goes out to experience the real world, the first thing he does, he sees a big pile of horse shit on the road and goes up, like, covered with flies. He goes up and, like, takes a big whiff in and goes, like, ah, the, the world outside. <laughs> um, that's just a metaphor for the movie. For the movie. <laughs> right. So, he had Tom Hanks as Geppetto in it. And well, that's then- good casting. I guess so, but like Tom Hanks is such like a boring actor. Like these days, he's what? such a boring. What was the last good thing you saw Tom Hanks in? Okay, fair. He's just like uh, you know, limp, bread, boring sort of insert actor here these days. I was going to say the Mary Poppins used- movie, but that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago now. But yeah, he 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 used to be like a really good, compelling actor, but like now he's just doing endless Toy Story sequels <laughs> yes. and like. Weird sort of Oscar bait stuff that no one's watching. But well, apparently, you know, Pinocchio was is not Oscar bait. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio also came out around the same time. But that did well. But that People did really well. That. People love that, which is proving that Disney has no idea what they're doing with their <laughs> quote unquote live action remakes. I say quote unquote because most of the time it's all CGI. But leave those fucking movies alone, Disney. Stop doing it. We've proven time and time again. Nobody likes them. Stop making them. Yeah. 
And the last one on the list is Blacklight, which is another movie I've never heard of. No, I'm not going to go out and watch them hearing that they're the worst of 2022 either. But yeah, that was everything on uh, the, the, the worst of 2022, according to critics list that I have here. But let's get into stuff that we did like about 2022. And right. something we did a fair number of in 2022 was special episodes. Yeah. So I believe we did, uh, was it four special episodes in 2022? We did, four in total. So we did a Pirates of the Caribbean spin-off movie. We did a Star Wars reboot yep. movie. We did uh, an E.T. the Extraterrestrial sequel. And we did a Back to the Future remake. Yes. And just reflecting on it right now, I'm just like, oh man, all four of those were really good episodes. So now we have the Herculean task of sitting down and trying to work out which one was the best that we did and which one was the <laughs> worst that we did. So, Manny D, in your humble opinion, humble opinion, which of the special episodes, of those four special episodes that we did, do you think was my best your best. Your best. All right. Can I just say that listening back to these episodes, all four of them was an absolute joy. I just looked down at my list. I don't have one listed for the best. What does that say? The special Uh-oh. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to write down what your best was. But yeah, sorry, go to yours. All right, all right. Get that in mind. Think about it. Because there are I'm two I'm going to have to think about it right now. There are two that I would consider personally as my best. Uh, but I-, I these episodes were such a joy to listen back to because I forgot all of it. Yeah, me too. I forgot all of it. When we we're talking about it, we we're like, did we do any special episodes? Yeah, I, I was like, remember. we didn't do any, but then yeah, we did four. And then listening back to them, they're all great. They're all kind yeah. of different. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are actually legitimately good stories. It almost made me wish that we just did special episodes all the time. Yeah, that, we could. That would be a great podcast. That'd be, but that'd be a lot harder than what we're currently doing because we'd have to come up with new concepts every week. So I decided to say your best special episode. I did like your Star Wars episode. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, it got a little weird. That was weird. the one that I put the most effort into. My David Lynch Star Wars. It got a little weird. And I do love the fact that you tried everything to make it completely different to, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> the, the original Star Wars making square cube ships. Yeah. Instead of triangle ships. But uh, what I ultimately decided was that I was going to give it to your ET plot. And oh, there we go. Is the reason <laughs> why. The one that I did the least amount of work on. <laughs> I disagree. There was one that you did less work on. Okay, anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, although there are things about this plot that- You I better did- not say that the Pirates of the Caribbean movie <laughs> episode was the one I did the least amount of work on, because that took a lot of effort. <laughs> so- Back, back we're focusing on what you got. What was the yes, what okay. you got right? I'm, I'm in sort of a habit at the moment. What was the best? So I said the ET one. It could have easily gone to the Star Wars one, but uh, I thought there were some. Because you like the message of the movie. Yeah, was, that was, was pretty it much was it. It was a global war- so, warming <laughs> episode. So I didn't like your portrayal of ET himself. I thought that was a bit of a that downer. Was great. <laughs> but he was the slow child. I did not like that at all, Karen. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. Okay. I did not like that at all. But I did appreciate the environmental message, and I thought it works for a metaphor for reboots in total. Uh, yes, you know. So I enjoyed that. So I gave it to your ET movie, even though I shat on Star Wars Episode Nine in that uh, special episode. As yeah, well, well, well I, I black it. that out. Yeah. What about me? What was my best? Well, I didn't actually have one written down for your best, Uh-oh. so I'm gonna have to think of like on the top of my head which one was your best. So is, I guess it's gonna have to be your Pirates of the Caribbean spinoff episode. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't really remember your Pirates of the Caribbean spinoff episode because out of all the ones on the list here, I think that one was probably the least crazy. Yeah, you had right. some crazy plots. Like, I'm thinking about your E.T. <laughs> sequel. That was one of my favorites. Where Elliot was riding around on a bicycle with uh, oh, wait, no. with lightsabers on the handlebars to decapitate evil E.T. <laughs> aliens. Love it. And then it ended with, like, I think it was Dan Aykroyd as uh, yeah. 
uh, is Ghostbusters characters saying like, come and join like the 80s uh, universe. And yeah, that was really insane. And then your Back to the Future remake, I think, involved you and me. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> and then like the Star Wars reboot, if I remember, well, we'll get into that one. It's Muppets. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll that talk- better not be your worst because that was one of my best ones ever. <laughs> but your Pirates of the Caribbean one, I think. I gave you a shitty space uh, Jamaican bobsled team number one (laughs) in a previous episode. I was like, he'll give it to the Star Wars one. Surely, surely. uh, I think it's going to have to be the Pirates of the Caribbean spin-off one because I think that was the least crazy of a crazy bunch. I ripped off so much stuff with that one. I'm surprised you say that one. What happened in it again? You're going to have to refresh (laughs) my mind. Give it to one that you don't remember. I listened to the episode yesterday. Uh, Why can't I remember it? uh, So it was like the format pieces that was Oh, that's right. It It was ripping off uh, Monkey Island 2. Yeah, so yeah, it it was format pieces. It was a female lead. Uh, there was just a lot of just jumping from island to All island. All right, so it wasn't that good. Oh, sorry, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say your Star Wars reboot was the best one you did. <laughs> yeah, man. Had Kermit the Frog is like Luke Skywalker or something like that. Wasn't he C-3PO? I can't remember. He was yeah, one he, of was, the- he was C-3PO. He was but C-3PO. Uh, the Swedish chef was Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> I was listening because I forgot all of it. I'm not all trying right. to be arrogant here, but like I was laughing. I was like, I can't believe I said all this yes. crazy shit. And I genuinely flipped All right, flipped so that everyone. was the funniest. So I'm going to give that one your best <laughs> instead of Pirates of the Caribbean because that one was pretty forgettable now that we boil it down. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, let's give it to your Star Wars people repeat. asking about that episode. Yeah. <laughs> the Muppets one. Yes. All right, so let's uh, let's break each other's hearts. Okay. Which one out of all the four that we did in 2022, which one of my special episodes did you think was the worst? All right, so I was going to give it to your Mad Libs episode, which was the Pirates of the Caribbean episode, mainly because- I listened back to that one yesterday, yes. and that was fucking hilarious. Just wait, just wait for it. Just wait for it. Mainly because you didn't write it, and I was going to say, well, ba- I did it like the same well, thing- Well, I did write the- it. Well, you did, but I helped. But um, basically, uh, like the Forrest Gump rule that I wasn't going to give it to a Mad Lib episode. But listening back to that, that was so funny, and I had yeah. so much fun listening to it. And actually, the plot Timothy itself- Timothy Ch- was a spider <laughs> called Tom Table. Yes. Yes, I just want to. I just want to go over some stuff here, uh, stuff that I completely forgot about. Tom McTable, Tom, Captain Tom McTable. We had a bad guy called Tom McTable. We had cursed spiders. We, we had, had three uh, like disgruntled pirates shaking their nipples in anger. Yeah, we had, had Captain Matthew Sparrow, <laughs> we had, the brother of Jack Sparrow. We had uh, people telling uh, compliments to sort of yeah. Matthew each Sparrow's other. Uh, superpower was he had the, the the ability to give genuine and, and uh, yeah. Uh, heartfelt compliments. Yeah, we had. Uh, and he prefers to use words instead of weapons. Yeah, words as being the main weapon. Yes. We had evil dolphins. We had me being played by the Rock. We had this quote. Well, it wasn't you. It was Matthew Sparrow. Sorry, this 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 quote made it for me. A quote from your plot is "You traitorous shit steak." <laughs> <laughs> you traitorous shit steak. This is such a well written plot. Was the, was the quote? There you um, go. Which is why and, it can't and, be the worst. And I really enjoyed listening to our dialogue. So no, it's not the worst. And yeah, and because uh, it was just pure comedy. <laughs> also, also at the end of this plot, I just said, uh, "Wow, a lot of thought went into that one." And that's where yeah. the plot ended. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is your worst. Mainly because I felt sad listening to it, is your Back to the Future yes. plot. So it tells the story of a teenager. You said, like, Marty McFly, you gender flipped it, though. I, I can't remember what. I think Lucy was said. I can't it remember. Was what Marty it was Marty McFly. Marty is, works both uh, okay. male and female. And uh, she, short for Martina. She, tra- she travels back in time and has sex with her dad. Has sex with her dad <laughs> and is literally being trapped in a doomed past. Yes. The only saving grace to this plot was the fact that I was the heartthrob. 
for a brief moment. Yeah, that's right. But you this were movie the, was you were the just boyfriend. oh, this movie, this this uh, this this plot was kind of very sad. Uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll put that as it's as very your dark worst. for a comedy. Yeah, I was like, what was happening to Kieran that day? Was he okay? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? And I think John Goodman was crowbarred in as Doc Brown. All right. Yes. So yeah, I can see that why you thought that was my uh, worst. So what was my worst? It better not be the ET. Not the ET. It better not be uh, my Back to the Future plot. It's I not. Fucking love that it's one. It's not. So your worst for me was your Star Wars reboot, which I also said was your best. Okay. <laughs> Go <laughs> so on. That makes total sense. It's just the whole fact that you didn't take it seriously at all. It I, was just the first movie. It was a gritty m- remake. It was the first movie with just Muppets clumsily inserted into it, which we. It was something we always joked about doing, and but you actually did it. Yeah, man. And yeah, it was a train wreck, but I also thought it was hilarious, which is why I said it was your best. Was it too dark for you? No, it was just silly. Because it was like- it was a, too silly. It, it, I went in a very gritty direction. Like, I think you usually go pretty silly with your special episodes, but this was the silliest one I've ever heard. Yeah. But you can't be too upset because, like I said, it was your best and your worst. Well, that one and the, the Back to the Future plot, which is just basically us doing shit, yeah. was one of my favorite- my two That was favorite your most episodes. masturbatory episode. <laughs> my two favorite episodes I've done uh, as far as special And I couldn't say that the, your ET one was the best either because that was just as silly I as loved Star it, Wars I one. loved it. But I, I couldn't say it was terrible. After though. the Warriors episode, I thought the Warriors episode was my best, yeah, ba- yes, best work. But definitely. I think these two beat it for me. For me. It I'm was- so glad that you stopped trying to do like stop trying to attempt serious <laughs> plot uh they special were serious. episodes like you i'm going back to your, like your lord of the rings one yeah what a train wreck that was <laughs> i'm so glad we moved on from that i take everything serious. speaking of train wrecks let's talk well not really train wreck. that's unfair straight away so we're going to get into the realm of forgettable movies so there are movies that we do on this show where i look back and i'm like shit did we even cover that movie i did i don't even remember that movie i don't remember what happened in it i didn't even remember that we did an episode on it of all the movies that came out in 2022, we covered, I think, 25 in total. There's got to be three that you don't really remember at all that aren't going to be remembered in the zeitgeist. People aren't talking about them, and they just end up being boring, forgettable movies. Not necessarily bad movies, but just movies that nobody talks about and nobody remembers. Sure. So, uh, should we... You know, well, let's just say what our top three most forgettable movies are. And if we just happen to have the same movie on the list... Let's just save the conversation until we've both brought it up. But let, let's get started. So, what is your number, let's say number three, most forgettable movie of 2022? Okay. It was hard deciding which movies were forgettable and which movies were the worst of 2022. Yeah, I was exactly the same. So, I upped an about that because you could kind of switch these up a little bit, uh, you know, depending. But the first movie I have for forgettable is Hocus Pocus. Do you have that Hocus on Pocus 2? It's not on my forgettable list. <laughs> okay, all right. So, I'm going to go into my thoughts on this movie and why I've put it on the most- Can we fig- save it? Because it's on another one of my lists. Okay, sure. We'll so, save it. We'll yeah. holster it. Yeah, we'll holster it until it's brought up on, a, on my you know best of 2022 list. Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. So, the first one I have on my list of most forgettable movies of 2022 is Lightyear. It was almost on mine, but it did not make it. So it's not on any of your lists? It is on one of my lists. Okay, should we sa- we'll save the conversation until we get there. But for me, yeah, well, actually, no, we'll save the conversation. So then, what's the next one on your list? All right, the next one on my list is Beast. That's on mine too. <laughs> oh let's, my save God. The co- let's save the conversation. So number two on my most forgettable uh, movies list is Enola Holmes 2. Oh, okay. Is that on any of your lists? No, it's not. Well, let's talk Enola Holmes 2 then. Okay. So I didn't think the movie was terrible. But I had a really bad watching experience for the movie because I watched it on Netflix. But the thing is, the internet company was working on the internet at the time. So, my my internet was just constantly dropping in and out as I was watching the movie. So, 
the movie was only like maybe two hours, right? But it took me four hours to watch the movie because I would just sit there watching like a buffering screen for ages. <laughs> and then it would play like three seconds of the movie and then buffer again. And then it would like, I'd sit down and look at my phone for a while and then it would start playing again. So bad. And I really wanted to watch the movie as well. But the thing was, like, when I finished the movie, I was like, shit, I don't even remember what happened in the movie. I didn't think it was bad, but I just don't remember anything that happened in the movie. And compared to the first movie, which we both thought was pretty decent from memory, I'm just like, well, it just really feels like a step down. And I don't think they did anything new. They introduced Moriarty into the movie, if you if you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, I didn't think they did it in a particularly, you know, original or decent way. It was a pretty shitty way of doing it. Yes. And it was kind of like a very underhanded- And they did it better in the Sherlock TV show, the BBC Sherlock TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch. They did a much better Moriarty reveal in that. So, this felt like they were trying to emulate that, but they did it in just, like, a worse way. Like I said, not a terrible movie, but I just thought it was such a step down from the first Enola Holmes movie, and I didn't really enjoy it. You know, viewing experience aside, I didn't really enjoy the movie, and I just don't think it's it's a memorable movie at all, and or a particularly brilliant movie that I'd suggest anyone watch. So, just a forgettable, boring movie. Yeah, I, I remember having fun with it, but I could totally understand why you put it in that category. What's the next one on your list? Last one on my list is... So, I guess what you consider the most forgettable? I didn't really rank these. Well, but- I, I kind of ranked them. So, this okay. is the most forgettable for me. I'm even forgetting the title of this movie, but it's the, uh, it's the Fantastic Beasts movie. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, well, that's that's on one of my lists as well, <laughs> so we can really dive into it. But what made you think it was forgettable? Like, I want to know why you, you thought it was just forgettable. Uh, I literally have forgotten a large portion of what actually so, happened in this movie. I think f- oh, we'll get into it when we- when Maybe, it maybe we'll again. discuss it when we- So, the thing it. is, it's a it's a middle movie in every sense of the word. So, it's it's a sequel, so you have to know everything about the characters from the previous two movies, and it's setting up for further sequels. Yeah. So, it really can't do anything. No. So, the, I think the reason why it's on your forgettable list is because the plot literally doesn't matter for that movie. Well, yeah. So, I'll, I'll go into what I kind of think Please about do. it a little bit. But, yeah, essentially- We're gonna, We are going to discuss it again. Yeah. Where, where the characters end up is where they start from. Yes, So, exactly. really nothing happens. I, I can talk a little bit about it more later on, but yes. that's, that's essentially why it's forgettable and why it kind of wasn't. Don't worry about right. it. It's coming back very, very soon. And why it's the most forgettable because- Okay. Yeah. And my most forgettable is Beast, which you had on your list right, as well. let's talk about So, it. we both have Beast on our list, which we both- Obviously, that's going to be easily the most forgettable movie that we covered in 2022. Yeah. Uh, why do you have it in your list? And uh, I guess it's going to be my number one. Why did you have it on your list at all? So, here's what I remember about Beast. There's a lion. Yep. That's about it. Yep. I that's the movie. recall any- it was a very it. uninspired movie. It's got a great actor in it, Idris Elba, but what does he do in the movie? Not much. Not much. It's a throwaway movie. Absolutely, absolutely. It felt like the. It felt like a like a Meg movie. You know what I mean? We actually brought up the Meg too in that episode. <laughs> Love it. Not the Meg. We brought up the original Meg in that episode. And we actually had a conversation about the Meg, and I thought it was really funny listening back to it for this episode because I was just like, we literally just did a, a Meg episode where we talked about all the same things. But yeah, it, it was just a really boring, generic, you know, man versus beast movie. We've seen a million exactly like it, and it certainly didn't stand out. And I also forgot completely that we covered that movie until I was going back through all the movies. I was just like, shit, I forgot all about Beast. That was a movie nobody saw either. Nobody's going to be talking about that movie in the future. It's, it's not even a real lion in the movie, so we can't be like, oh, they actually used a real lion and it was really impressive. <laughs> no, very unimpressive, very uninspired. 
very boring. Uh, the movie itself isn't bad. It has no. a lot of good shots. None of these movies are potentially bad. Actually, acting's fine. What's that? I was going to say none of these movies that we've discussed are bad, but I actually take that back because a lot of them do appear on my worst of list. Sure. sure. But yeah, so Beast doesn't deserve, I think, to be on a worst list, but yes. definitely forgettable. Absolutely forgettable. Yeah. It was just completely bland, boring, dry movie. Dry as the desert it was set in. <laughs> So, let's get into really what is my favorite element of these episodes. It's our uh, top five worst movies of 2022. So, the movies that, well, they're not necessarily bad movies, but they're just the movies that we personally think are the absolute worst to come out that year. We didn't enjoy them. We didn't enjoy watching them and we just thought they were irredeemably bad movies, personally speaking. So, we might be talking about like critically acclaimed movies on this list. We might be talking about movies that everybody loves, but just in our own humble opinion, I'm just blanketing my top couple of movies for everybody because there might be movies that people really like. You're going to hurt people's feelings, Kieran. These are our own personal opinions and they don't matter at the end of the day, but we're just talking about movies that we didn't like. So, what we're saying is we're right, you're wrong, and our opinion is uh, pretty Uh, much gold. Pretty much. All right, Manny D, what was number five? So, what was the the least bad of a bad bunch in your opinion? Here we go, here we go. I'm tearing up. I got my bat. I'm going to swing. And also, if we double up, we're going to save the conversation. Sure, because number one on my list, as in least worse. Number five on your list. Is Black Panther. It's not on my list. All right. So, this is Black Panther Wakanda Forever, not the original Black Panther. Yes. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Let's talk about it. What a waste of time. Stupid movie is what I've got written on my notes. Why it's- Five, number five, is because the first half of the movie is very aimless. It's in sort a of- previous episode, I described it as a wet fart of a movie. <laughs> so, obviously, we're on the same page. So, in my opinion, the movie kind of kicks it up a gear, the sort of second half of it. It yes. sort of finds its footing. And so, yes. it becomes a much more bearable movie later on. It establishes who the hero is, what the goals are, and sort of becomes way more interesting. But you have to get through the first half of the movie. So, we start with a funeral. And it's always great to start off like a Marvel fine. superhero action movie with a funeral. That's Everyone's fine. sitting around crying. Like, it's that's not interesting well, straight off the bat. They're, they're, paying, they're paying tribute to the actor Chadwick Boseman, yeah. And I was fine that they did a lot of nice stuff with that. Absolutely, but yes. It just really felt like the movie had no direction for a lot of it. it, it I do I do have to admit that I did tear up in the cinema. No, that's lovely. When I was watching the uh, the early scenes. Yeah. Because they, they actually start with a montage of Chadwick Boseman. And I thought that was really touching. I, I liked that too. I thought that and was really And then it was lovely. downhill from there. And I think people remember that bit rather than the movie. I mean, yes. that's a very lovely Yes, I think people gesture. just forgave the movie for how terrible it was because of it was like a, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it was not good. Yeah. I also want to say as well, 2022 for me was probably the best year of our show Absolutely. watching movies. Absolutely. I was going to get to that when we were talking about the best movies of 2022. So- I actually struggled for the first time yeah. ever. Struggled just picking five movies that I thought were the best. Yes. So, for the most part, I thought most of the movies we covered were pretty good. Yeah, I, I it was which, a which never happened uh, on this show before. When we've done this episode previously where we've looked at all the movies, it's been a struggle watching just every picking single good ones of yeah. the year. It's yeah. Just watching them. But yeah. this year was like, or, or watching it for this year was a treat. I was like, every movie was kind of great in its own way. Yeah. So, even though I've got this on the worst list, I don't think it was a bad movie. I agree it with you. probably yeah. wouldn't exist on a worse list in other years. It's just because the first half was kind of bad. It had a lot of silly stuff with the- It was a waste of time, like you said. With the mer people and a lot of people's like motivations were so murky and unclear, like why stuff was happening didn't make sense. And it was a sloppy retread of stuff we've seen before. People would do things that wouldn't make sense, like somebody would be really wanting to do this, but then they would do something else and be like, well, why am I invested if you're not even invested in the writing? So- And it was just there to set up 
future yes, TV shows yes, and movies, yes, and it really yes. didn't achieve and anything else. Really own. showed, but the second half of the movie, it got it's got its footing, but a little too little too late. That's why it's on. This I really like the bit where they were driving around in the cars, and the I can't remember her name, Okoye, I think it was her name. She shoves like a spear through the the back of the car to like do like a three sixty turn <laughs> on the road. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. But that was like the only scene in the movie I liked. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you there. So the first one, here we go. I don't know how Matty D's going to react to this. But the first one on like my number five on the worst movies of 2022 was Hocus Pocus 2, which you put on your most forgettable. Yeah. So do you want me to go into why Absolutely. I think it's forgettable? Then you could go into why, why you it's think bad. it's bad. So it's going to be the same reasons. I don't remember anything about this movie. I remember very, very little. But what I remember is how it made me feel. And I felt like I had a fun time. I remember watching it and being okay. like, this is cool. It was a Disney movie, not much to it, right? Uh, but I remember it had the spirit of the original. It had kind of like a fun aspect to it. it its tongue was planted firmly in its cheek. Mm. So I give it a pass there. It was a fine movie. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. It did exactly what I thought it should do for a sequel to Hocus Pocus. It's just but forgettable. Forgettable. Okay. Yeah. So it did the same thing as the first movie, right? Uh, it pretty much was more like or a, less, a, yeah. a pretty lazy retread of the first yeah, movie with, less, yeah. with some differences. The thing is, Matty, here's, here's the biggest clincher for me. I didn't like the original movie. <laughs> okay. I watched the original movie for the first time for this show, for doing that episode. I didn't like the movie. The fact that I got more of the same, didn't, it didn't help the fact at all. So it was more of what I didn't like. And the fact that the jokes were worse in this second movie, like they were, they were really bad jokes in this second movie, really, really hurt the experience for me. They even had a fart joke in it, Matty D. Can you believe they had a fart joke in a Hocus Pocus movie? <laughs> I hope you didn't think it was funny. I can't remember what it was. What's funny is like, they obviously were like, when they were editing the movie, it was obviously like, this isn't really funny. Let's put in some <laughs> fart sounds to pepper it up a bit. Yeah. So whenever Mary was on screen, like whenever she'd just be leaving the frame, it, they're just pulling like... <laughs> and I'd be like, why? Why are you doing this? It's already bad. You're just making it worse. And then they're like, like I said, this is like only number five on my list. Yeah, okay. And I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> okay. So that just tells you the direction that my list is going to go. And I don't want to like hammer it too much because we haven't done the, like a, an actual spoilers list for it yet. But, you know, didn't think it was funny. Uh, it was just more of what I didn't like. And that's pretty much why it's on my worst of list. Yeah, it was a movie not for you. So and you funny. already said it was forgettable, so forgettable, forgettable and bad for me is just bad. What's number four on your list? It almost was Jurassic World, but I've decided to put Lightyear. <laughs> I do have honorable mentions, by the way. <laughs> All right. But uh, Lightyear is on the list, which I believe yes, you said it was in Forgettable. Was in forgettable. Uh, there's not much I can say about Lightyear. It nearly went on my forgettable list as well. Yeah, it was bad. Unins- yeah. Uninspired, lazy, boring. Yeah, three words that it's, it's a it movie that shouldn't have happened. Again, I put it on number four because there were parts of it I enjoyed. And that just speaks uh, What did to, you enjoy about it? Oh, there was just sort of characters and moments where I was like, oh. And it's, this is on your bad list. It's not my bad I list. I was the one who was more forgiving of the movie. It was on my forgettable list, but yeah. Yeah, but that's because like a lot of the movies I enjoyed that we watched. Every every okay, movie yeah. on this list I, I, I didn't hate. What was or, the name? There were some that I did, but I was What was the name of it. the daughter character in the movie? I thought she was pretty good. Yeah, sure. She was good. Buzz Lightyear himself was an intolerable dickhead in the yeah. movie, which is, I think, why it's probably on your worst list. Yeah. Uh, the other things I didn't like about it, since it is on the worst list, uh, is that like the plot of the movie- Was bad. Him, <laughs> going, him traveling through time. Or not, not, well, I guess he did travel through time. I just hated that aspect of it, and it's hard to really connect. It's interesting. I thought that was the most compelling aspect of a terrible oh, I movie. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, because- What's he losing? We didn't get time to connect with these characters. As no, you're right. And you're I, right. I really hate. And then the whole uh, spoilers, the plot twist being that he is 
uh, General Zod was so disappointing. General Zod so from Superman. Silly. Uh, what's uh, Zord? Emperor Zerg. Zerg, right. <laughs> Uh, that whole Captain, sorry, I think it's Captain Zerg, isn't it? Because everyone's a captain <laughs> in the Matty D universe. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Emperor Zerg is the character. Yeah, so, <laughs> General Zod. I mean, they never made this movie. Like, this is a movie they talked about making and they never did because of, you know. But I don't you don't think- need to. You don't need to, right? Unnecessary. And the cartoon was great, but then they t- took this property and they just took away everything that you liked about it. And yes. And presented this movie- who was it for? I don't know because nobody. It didn't. It didn't feel like a kids' movie. It was too slow so, for that. Toy Story movies are supposed to be aimed at like our generation. That's the, the one of the movies that we're supposed to be nostalgic about. Yeah, and it's a Toy Story spin-off movie. But they like they approached it in the most boring, uninspired way possible. Well, they said they wanted to make it like a '90s alien movie, but I think it wasn't it like that at all. Even failed with that. The other thing that I love about the movie is like it starts off with text on a black screen that says, "This was Andy's favorite movie," and I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, well, Andy's going to get better fucking taste. <laughs> yeah, Andy's got shit taste in movies. This, this yeah. was his favorite movie. If it was a '90s movie, it should have had Labouche in it. <laughs> there you go. That, and that it, didn't, made it didn't even feel like a '90s movie. Also, that fucking cat was so annoying. Yeah, socks. Yeah. What's the name of the cat? It was fucking annoying. And I think I said that in the original episode that the cat was going to be annoying. But yeah, oh boy, we'll get to that in a future episode. But yeah, I'm with you 100% so far. All right, so number four on my list is Avatar The Way of Water. And it it's on my list. It's 100% on your list, I know. So we're going to talk about that in the future. So what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's not on any of my lists. So yeah, let's discuss it. I thought the movie was bad too, to be perfectly honest. Right. Uh, look, I, 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 it was a hot mess. Maybe it was recovering from a concussion. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I wanted to kill Scarlet Witch's kids. They were annoying. Oh. We love ice cream. I love to sing that to Matty D as he arrives at the studio to record episodes <laughs> like, just to torment it. him. Stop it. Uh, this and movie was- We have some ice yeah, this- we promise to be good. <laughs> this movie was also very uh, forgettable as was- well. Yes, it was. And so people said this about- You other- saw it in the cinema, right? No, I didn't. I watched this at home. Oh, really? I yeah. thought you saw it in the cinema. I saw it in the cinema. Oh, fantastic. I had a lot of drinks when I saw it too. And I think I forgave the movie because I was pretty much uh, pretty well hammered when oh, I watched the movie. Yeah, I definitely wasn't sober when I watched this I movie. I loved the either. bit when he was a zombie at the end. I thought that was hilarious. I know you keep saying that. That's the one thing about this movie you say is like, oh, he was a zombie. That was cool. But it, it was kind of lame <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, the thing is as well is I'm a big fan for, you know, I love silliness in movies, but this was too fucking stupid. Yes, this it was. too silly for the sake of it. They were really pushing that way too we hard. We did not predict that movie very well, by the way. The twist that that movie took, the fact that Scarlet Witch was a villain and they killed her off yeah. was something that I don't think we saw coming. We should have. Anybody saw coming, to right. be honest. I mean, sure, she was set up to be somewhat maniacal and somewhat villainous in WandaVision. Yeah. And so we should have seen that coming. But like, did you watch WandaVision? No. I certainly didn't. Yeah. The, the movie relied on you. Oh, I watched the, the, the first two episodes. Well. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah, me too. I watched I watched a few episodes before I tapped out. Yeah, me there too. Uh, I think everybody did. Everyone was just like, this sucks. But then like- Marvel themselves literally put out a tweet saying, guys, please come back for the third episode because it gets better. Trust me. Trust me. Please. you got to sit it out. Spoilers. It didn't. In my opinion. People Uh, love that show, though. So They use musical notes to fight it one bit as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Fucking dumb. It was dumb. Yeah, that movie was bad. A bad fever dream. uh, And it got a pass from a lot of people. People were saying it was really good. And I felt that 
other superhero movies, other Marvel properties got shat on I think that were a little bit better. Poor Sam Raimi, who directed the movie. I think Sam Raimi had his nuts in a vice for that movie sure. because like, they probably didn't let him do anything that he wanted to. And it was really like a paint-by-numbers generic sort of Marvel superhero movie. And yeah, I'm with you 100% again on this. Like, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this dynamic of us agreeing <laughs> on our worst list for a change. So, the next one on my list, my number three for worst of 2022 is Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore, which was on your forgettable list. It was on my forgettable list. And, oh man, I thought this movie was so bad. I saw it in the cinema. It was so long and I hated every second of it. So, yeah. Again, I, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I don't like the Harry Potter universe. I used to be a big fan, and then like the movies really turned me against the Harry Potter universe. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't care about the Harry Potter universe. You know, great if you really like those movies and if you like that universe, but it's just something I really don't care about. And given the fact that we got like a three hour, was it like three hour? It movie? was very long. Yeah, a three hour like middle movie where like nothing really happens. Nothing happens. The characters went in and, and left the same as they went out. Yeah. Uh, I can speak about this as well from Please somebody do. who enjoys the Harry Potter universe with, with some capacity, enjoyed the books, enjoyed the movies. I used kind to enjoy of, them. Can kind of appreciate a, a, a fan's perspective. And I still didn't like it. And I remember telling you this off air where it felt like- the I movie also was- thought the first two Fantastic Beast movies were terrible. And I thought this was <sighs> easily the worst out of them. Actually, no, the second one was worse. <laughs> I, did, I didn't mind the you first. You didn't watch the second, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't mind the first movie. That was okay. This movie was not good. But yeah, it's, it's, it was a step up from the second one. I'll tell you that it, it felt like the movie was cosplaying as a as a Harry Potter yes. movie. It, it felt like your. Do you pa- remember this? Yeah. Do you remember that? It's like no, I don't want to. Here's what's he. Here's what we think is popular. Here's what we think you like. Yeah. So we're going to try to like dress this movie up like this so that you will like it. But they didn't get the heart of what made the Harry Potter universe and the Harry Potter movies special. That's right. That groups of characters clubbed together, which I could not. And they killed off credence as well. Shit about. Yeah, good so riddance. That, that just, yeah, good riddance. They did that on purpose, by I the way. I bet. They did that on purpose because they knew I what bet. was going on with Ezra Miller's personal life. Like, all these- I, and I, It's like, they try to make these characters interesting and quirkable- Quirkable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Likeable and quirky, but just didn't work for me. I found them all no. just like, ugh. And this isn't even on your worst of list. This is my one. Yeah. Well, I would say that because, like, I, I forget most so of it. Most of the movie was about them resurrecting a dead deer. <laughs> Which off air you said is a very good metaphor for the whole movie, yes. the whole series the of franchise. Yeah. yeah. So like Grindelwald is running for an election and he wants to be like president of the Wizarding World, and this all relies on like a groundhog seeing its own shadow in the form of like a dead deer, like walking around and picking who the rightful leader is. Yeah. That was so bad. Why yep. did they do that? And hey, uh, at the start of the movie, Grindelwald is a fugitive. And, That's right. And then he gets exonerated, then he beca- he runs for president, and at the end of the movie, he is a fugitive again, because they realize he's bad. Yes. Literally starts where it- finishes where it starts. And again, I'm speaking as someone who's not a Harry Potter fan, but why do these Fantastic Beast movies think that we really care about Dumbledore? Why is Dumbledore being crowbarred so hard into this franchise? Uh, Dumbledore's a beloved character. Why? And- why? Uh, people like Dumbledore. He's kind of like the Gandalf of those books and movies. He yeah, has like but a Gandalf more is a more compelling character. But also, Dumbledore would be the only character who would be sort of at that age where these movies could take place. So, yeah. it's their only kind of link to the previous movies. Can't have Harry Potter walking But going around. in as like a non-fan of the series, I'm like, why are they dedicating so much time to this really boring character? In my opinion, like I said, I understand that people like the character, but in these movies, he's really boring. Because they're relying on the good grace they've built up in the previous movies. Like they treat him over. like he's Jesus yeah, well, in these movies. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck off, he's Dumbledore. Absol- absolutely. Well, that's how the movie's treated. But yeah, it's, it's their only connection to the- Well, it's one of their only connections to- 
the previous movies. Yeah, they're, they're relying grasping on, the good on it. Yeah, that's I like that when like they introduce Hogwarts in the movie, and they're like, "There's someone like chasing a a, a snitch for no reason at all." They're like, "Please remember the stuff you like." Yeah. What is next on your list? Uh, I I th- am very confident that this is going to be on your list, but it's Halloween. Yes, that's on my list. Yeah. We're gonna have to save the conversation because it's not quite there on my list yet. Yeah, I, I gathered. So the next one on my list, and I can guarantee you, it's not going to be on your list. Right. Is Megan? No, it's not on my list. Because I think you didn't mind, Megan. Didn't mind it. It was fine. It was fine. I hated it. I hated the tell experience. Me, of tell that me what movie. you hated about it. So, the thing that annoyed me about Megan straight away is in all of the sort of like pre release material and all the trailers and everything about the movie, they sold the movie on like, look at this quirky robot girl dancing as she kills people. And I'm like, that's going to be like one scene in the movie. Yeah, it's and a it TikTok was. dance that they were trying to push. Yeah, exactly. So, it became popular because of this sort of like viral clip of the, the marketing movie. Marketing was great for that movie. Yeah, they yeah. did a great job marketing the movie. Everyone went out and saw it. The movie is critically beloved. Yeah. It's got, it's, it got better scores than Barbie on Rotten Tomatoes. And, you know, we're living in a post-Barbie world currently. But everyone was, like, raving about how good the movie was. And I was just like, well, it better be fucking impressive. And I hated it. I hated it. I fucking hated the movie. The first half an hour of the movie does not involve the fucking killer robot at all. It's like a really boring, generic sort of like just, oh, it's not even, I wouldn't even say it's scary. I didn't think there was any second in the movie that was scary or had tension in it at all. No. We just talked about Don't Breathe uh, last episode (laughs) and I felt like that had more tension and I hated that movie too. And I felt like this was worse. Just the way that they sort of approach building tension in the movie was just like long moments of silence and then just like a jump scare at the end. Yeah. Which is the the cheapest, least interesting way of doing a horror movie ever. And so, most scenes just boil down to, all right, when's the killer robot going to pop up? I'm just sitting here watching nothing happen, <laughs> waiting for the killer robot to pop up. Oh, there she is. Next scene. I guess this movie is targeted at a younger demographic. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's sort of- It was really lame, too. It's sort of done, like, it's that-, that It's gen- a kid's movie. Gen Z females is who this Gen movie Z, is. Gen Z, as we say here gen in Australia. Gen Z, yeah. is who this movie is dedicated towards. Or, or like, targeted, Female audience I find towards. interesting. Yeah, I would say so. I wouldn't say that. I think it's more targeted at male, male oh, really? audiences. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you know, this is a generation that probably didn't grow actually, up with Chucky actually, movies. Actually, overhyped movie about a doll. I can see why female audiences grasped <laughs> onto it. Wow, okay. Interesting take, Kieran. Yeah, we'll get into that in the yes. future. But yeah, I don't want to sit here and just rant about how bad Megan is because we're going to do a whole episode on it in the future. But yeah, I really didn't like the movie. It really wasn't for me. I found it fine and I thought it was funny at times, but- uh what did you think was funny about it? Just I, really counterbalance my point. I, uh, I I I can't think of the top of my head exactly, because, uh, <laughs> but I'm sure I'll talk about it in that episode. There was just moments where. Did I, you like the dance, Manny D? Oh, the dance was so good, wasn't but it? But I knew what the dance was for. The dance was to be put. Why in the did trailers. she do it? So in, that in the pe- context of the movie, it made no sense. Yeah, so the people could copy it for a TikTok dance. There's exactly. no reason other than that. There's a lot of a lot of those choices, like. They're selling this movie to be like, can we make a dance out of it? Can we make it go viral? Can we make a costume that people could dress in Halloween? That like yeah. that's that's the aim of this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I just didn't enjoy didn't, it. So. Like I said, everyone loves this movie. Everyone's raving about this movie. You only thought it was fine. You're yeah. not saying like it was a great movie. You, it's not up there with like horror movies that you really liked. No. Which we'll talk about later. <laughs> but yeah, what's the next one on your list? I'm done talking about movies. So this is number five. It's a movie you've already mentioned. Avatar The Way of Water is oh boy, worst movie Let's of 2022. Talk about it. Oh, oh. I, I, I buried the lead. I forgot that this is your number one number worst one movie worst of 2022. Movie. 
And it's on my list too, so yeah, we All can right. absolutely talk so, about it. So, I'm going to go into it. So, I was always going to hate this movie. Yes. No surprise. You hated I the hated first movie. the first one. Uh, Kieran can attest to the fact that I was sour watching this movie. I was sour going We saw yeah. it together. I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep movie. too. <laughs> we both fell asleep <laughs> in the movie. I slept for most of the climax of the movie, so I don't even really remember what happened at the end. But I remember, like, I was looking at Maddie D for most of the movie. Like, Sounds I'd be like looking up at the life. screen. Just yeah. <laughs> so we saw it in 3D. So we saw it 3D IMAX. <laughs> we did. We had our 3D glasses on. I and I, the like, angriest man to wear 3D glasses in the so world. The, th- the funniest thing about us going and seeing that movie was nothing that happened on screen. There were people in the audience taking photographs of the scene. Like, they were so impressed with what they were seeing that they were like taking photographs it's 3D guys they were taking photographs of a 3D movie and I was just like what the fuck is going on and I was literally nudging Manny Dean pointing down to like a woman who was sitting in front of us taking photographs of the screen because she was so impressed with what she was seeing but meanwhile Manny Dean was staring up at the screen with the angriest look <laughs> on his face and then halfway through the movie I look over at Manny Dean and he's asleep <laughs> <laughs> during the during the whale scene, I fell asleep. Yeah. Again, people love this movie. People ran about how good it is, but it's it's on both of our worst lists because I absolutely hated this movie. I went in with an open mind. If you go back and listen to that original episode, yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen the first movie. I'm hoping to have like a really good experience in the cinema. You know, it might be really impressive. I hated the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. It, what was bad about it? Uh, just just on your point there, I just want to say this. Like, I remember after the movie, you you went to me or you turned to me and went. Was the first one this bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your question, what was bad about it? Jeez, uh, like- Bad characters. Too yeah. many bad characters. It was so long. Like, no one told James Cameron that no one cares about his stupid characters. It was a yeah. movie made for one person, it felt like. Yes. Uh, I know other people disagree. They, they enjoyed it. But th- the first movie, at least I could say the first movie was visually impressive. That's about the only thing yeah. good about it. This movie was not visually that impressive. No, I was not impressed at all. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a huge step, and I even found it like an eyesore to watch because yes. it just like looked all janky and weird, and was like an yeah, just it wasn't quite there. It, you know what I mean? Like it, the effects weren't quite there. Like yeah. it wasn't quite realistic enough to yeah. be impressive. Yeah, so the whole movie's riding on the fact that it's a spectacle. And, it and the fact that it was in 3D meant that the colours were all muted and it yeah. was kind of blurry anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. it was an eyesore. Anytime the characters moved, it looked looked bad. Yes. So, that's that's supposed to be the best part of the movie. On the frame rate. Good. The frame rate was weird yes. too, remember? Yeah, it looked really yeah. strange and unnatural. Yeah. It's like when you haven't calibrated your like uh, 4K TV correctly, and everything looks like it's moving slightly too quickly. It was it was it was a hard watch, but then yes. you know you you take in the plot, which was so generic and stuff we've seen before, but they yeah. drag it out so long. The characters were so dull. Everything was so dull. We they did a pretty good job predicting the movie, though. They threw a free willy plot in there. It was, oh my it was gosh! Just, it was just abysmal. Um, the fact that the whales like talk to the main characters, like <laughs> so, like a big portion of the movie is like one of the characters. Uh, is his was his name Tuck? Yeah, the human guy. Yeah, is not uh, the, not oh the no? human guy. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Like, one of the kids, about any of them. One of the sure, two Tuck. million kids that uh, Jake Sully has. He befriends a whale who has like a harpoon stuck in its fin, and yep. it's just like, hey man, are you feeling bad? Yeah, it sucks. I've got like a harpoon in my fin, and they're having a conversation. I'm like, why are the whales talking? Uh, also, you can't call them whales because they're not whales. They're whatever the fuck. And then we had an extended sequence of killing the whales as well. <laughs> 
which I was just sitting there going like, why are we doing this? Why are we focusing on this? This is just unbearable to watch. Yeah, yeah. The the one word I would use to describe this movie is soulless. Unbearable. Had, had no soul, had no heart. No. Uh, it was overhyped. They pretty much bought its accolades in the sense that this was the most expensive movie ever made. Therefore, people felt they needed to watch it. Yes. Therefore, the movie made its budget. Therefore, the people who made the movie are patting themselves on the back going- And people are like, oh, I was really hyped to see this movie. So, generically, I just have to like yeah, it. Yeah, because people are being told it's a good movie. Yes. So, they're going to watch it. And their movie's making its money, but everyone's walking out going either it sucked or oh, it was all right, all right, I guess. But no one's talking yeah. about this movie now. No. At all. Like, people are talking about other movies on this list that we've covered, but no one's talking about that movie now at all. It died, you know, in the zeitgeist yeah. straight away, except for the fact that it's the most expensive movie ever made. That's but because right. it made so much money, it's being called a success, but it's not good. It's the yeah. rich kid that, like, bought his way onto the team and is like, I'm the best player. It's like, no, yeah. you just have the best equipment. You're right. You're so right. I remember Solid. us having this conversation leaving the, the cinema. Like, we were angrily walking down to have a drink after the, seeing the movie. And we're just like, man, this was just like uh, just a boring, generic movie. And everyone's just singing its praises because, it, it's like you said, it bought its accolades in advance. Yeah, you called it movie homework and you're That's totally right. right. Yeah, everyone feels like it's movie homework. because They like, have to oh, watch just, it because it's going to be a big event. spectacle. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It's everything wrong with cinema, right? Uh, that's, Absolutely. that's my opinion. Uh, and that leads me perfectly <laughs> to my number one of uh, my worst of 2022, which is a movie you've already mentioned, so I know you're on the same page yes. as me. Halloween Ends. Yeah, so I ha- I hated this a little less than I hated Avatar The Way of sure. Water. It was that's number, understandable. It was number two. So I- I'm guessing you have a lot more to say than I do, but my thoughts on this movie is, where uh, was Michael? Where was the plot? It yes. was absolute dog shit, people. Halloween Kills is looking pretty good in comparison. <laughs> we're just about to do our revisit of Halloween Kills as well. What were they doing with we this movie? They did everything wrong. Yes. <laughs> everything wrong. <laughs> Everything like I appreciate. This is the one positive I'll give the movie. I appreciate that they tried something different. <laughs> sure, but what they tried was so bad. So let's just boil it down for everybody who might not be aware. Spoilers, full spoilers for Halloween Kills. Full spoilers for a movie that you shouldn't watch. Don't watch because this movie. it's so bad. The whole movie revolves around what was the character's name? Uh I don't remember his name. You're talking about the kid that kills the, the main boy, character, the yeah. babysitter. Yeah, him, Corey. Corey was his name, right? Corey, he was based on the character from Christine. He had the same surname as the main character from Christine, which okay. is another John Carpenter movie. So, a lot of the movie was referencing Christine, and it was basically loosely following the plot of Christine rather than the plot of The Halloween movie? I no. didn't like Christine either. That's that's a problem. So, like, what the hell? So, uh, so, the thing is, Corey takes on the personality of Michael Myers, and Michael Myers becomes, like, sort of, like, his mentor figure. Yeah, he's an intern. He's an unpaid intern. Yes. And so, it's Corey going around murdering people, and at the same time, he's having a romance with Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter. Yes. So, the character from the, the previous two movies. So, we really liked the 2018 Halloween movie. It was great. We didn't like Halloween Kills. Well, I don't know how you were fed about Halloween Kills, but I thought Halloween, Stupid. Halloween Kills was really bad. But this movie, like, it pales in comparison to this movie where it just- there was no Michael Myers in a Michael Myers movie. It was. It didn't even approach like the slasher genre in a way that was like interesting or compelling. Yeah, it's crazy. The three movies. It's it's so interesting because the first movie did everything right. It was and it perfect. It understood. Was understood what made a Halloween movie a Halloween movie. Here's the thing: people don't like that movie, Matty D. It's crazy. I don't understand why. I They're just like oh, it's too similar to the other movies. Great. That's what it should be. Yeah, but they they knew they used exactly what they used exactly what they needed to, and then by the end of it, this movie Halloween. Halloween ends 
It's just it rejects all it of it. It just dissolved. It, it devolved yeah. so hard. It rotted. Deconstructed. Yeah. Like the pumpkin at the start. Halloween Kills was just stupid and, yes. and unfocused and all over the place. But there were scenes it- I liked in Halloween Kills. Halloween ends have no scenes. There yeah. was no, not a single scene I liked in the movie. A girl's head got squashed under Michael Myers' boot. I wasn't even excited. If we're going to criticize, you know, a Halloween movie where people wear masks and people's brains melt from inside, maybe, you know, this, this movie deserves criticism as well. Yeah, it's I guess not so. a Halloween movie. No, it's not. It is uh, Season of the Witch in all the worst ways. Even yeah. Season of the Witch was better than this one. It was, yeah. With all the automatons. So at, least, at least it didn't have the, the mask of saying, oh, we're just, you know, another Halloween movie with Michael Myers. Because Michael Myers isn't in this movie, people. No. I don't think anyone is singing the praises of this movie. I was hearing a lot of heated debate around Halloween Kills. People saying that movie was genius. And I was just like, what? It's yeah. Not- I, I no one was saying that. that this movie was genius. I've heard a lot of people like Halloween Kills, but Halloween ads, man, like, what the fuck were they thinking? It was terrible. We'll do a full episode on it in the future. So what's your worst movie of 2022? That was my worst movie of 2022. Yeah, fair. And it was, a, it was a race between that and Avatar, but I really bumped <laughs> Avatar up the list because I was like, well, there was other movies that I thought was worse. So, sure. do you have any dishonorable mentions? Uh, I think I got everything on my list. I'm just having a quick look here. Uh, Jurassic Park was almost on there. Yep. Jurassic Park, uh, World Domination. What saved it was- Dominion. Dominion, sorry, World Domination. <laughs> what saved it is- oh, There was a lot I didn't like about that It was movie. terrible. Uh, I hate watching idiots squat around and there was too much of that. But- <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's obscure. And you, you know where he does the thing where he- Chris Pratt sort of squatting down, putting his hand up towards the raptors. Too much of that shit. Every character did that in this movie. Yeah. Uh, what what I did, and it's really cheap, so yes. cheap. But I, I did enjoy seeing the old characters come back. Yes, so that kind of saves. Remember it. this. Remember that. Oh, I feel like every second movie we cover now is just that. So yeah, remember it, the stuff you like. Here it is again. It nearly got there, but yeah, you're right. What so else that, was was that? All of your that was it. I mean, as I said before, even some of the worst movies there, there were parts of it I enjoyed. So this was a good year yeah. for me. So there's not a lot I want to say that was bad. So my dishonorable mentions included Morbius. So I thought Morbius was so uh, bland that it was forgettable. It should have been on my forgettable list, but it wasn't that forgettable because it had that one one scene in the movie <laughs> that saved it for me. Yeah, had Thor: Love and Thunder on there. Sorry, Matty D. I know you're in the movie, but uh, your movie fucking sucked. I didn't mind that movie, to be honest. I d- okay, I'll tell you what. It wasn't terrible, but I found it such a step down from Thor Ragnarok, which is easily my favorite uh, Marvel movie. It was such a step down. Yeah. I thought the humor was so off in that movie. It really missed the mark, is, is what I'll say. Like, it was trying really hard to be funny, and it really wasn't funny. Sure. So, yeah, I really didn't like that movie. And I had Jurassic World Dominion as well as right. a dishonorable mention, because that movie was, yeah, was, as you said, cheap, boring, bad. I'm really enjoying this whole boiling movies down to three words thing that we've got going. <laughs> so let's really change the, the the vibe of the room. Let's go into what the movies we thought were the best of 2022 were. It's, yeah, so we're going to do a five again. And so these aren't necessarily, you know, brilliant movies, but it's just the movies we enjoyed watching the best. So what is number five on your list of uh, best of 2022? So number five. The best of a good bunch, I'll say. Best of a good bunch is the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's not on my list, what so we can talk about it. a surprise. I had no expectations. We've done that episode. That's right. We have done that episode. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I had, uh, you know, listen back to the episode where we guess the plot of that. It's clear we didn't know what was going to happen. We had some ideas, but my mm. expectations were low. But turned out to be a really funny movie and quite a nice love letter to cinema. Yeah, and it was. I was just really surprised with how much I like it. There's stuff in the movie that doesn't work on a second watch through, yeah. which is why it's sort of on the lower end here. Yeah, that's but- why it wasn't on my list. 
when this movie came out, I watched it. I was like, oh, man, I'm having a great time. They really, really pulled this off. It was very self uh, Surprisingly so. Uh, and great, fun movie. Yeah, I'm with you 100% there. With you 100%. So, number five on my list is Bullet Train. Nearly ended up on my list, but did not. I didn't think I it was going to be on your list. Completely agree. It was a great movie. Well, I wouldn't say great movie. I would say enjoyable movie. It was too long. It was overstuffed. But I had a really good time watching it. I thought it was like a, a pretty good sort of action movie. Yeah. Pretty funny as well. In the same way that you had like a glowing uh, review of The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I feel exactly the same about Bullet Train. It, interestingly enough, it was a movie that you were dreading seeing because you're yes. like, this movie does not look good. But now you've sort of come around to it. I, I loved it. But I agree with what you're saying. We had this conversation off air. It's way too long for the type of movie it is. Yes. And it outstays its welcome, is what it I'll does, say. It does. And everything they do in the movie is good. It's so good, it's almost yeah. like I don't want to cut anything from the movie. It's just it, there's too much in there. It's too long. Yeah, that's it right. It doesn't need to be as long as it does. It outstays its welcome. You're right. Yes. So it's good, but it outstays its welcome. It's too much of a good thing, is what I'll say. So for the most part, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really funny. I really enjoyed all the characters. All the actors were really good. Too long. That's why it's yep. number five on my list. Five servings of dessert is too much. What's number four on your list of the best? Chip and Dale. It's not on my list. All right. What a pleasant surprise again this was. I thought- We were really excited for this movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought it was really creative. I thought it was really funny. I love the self-referential humor. Uh, you know, again, why it's not further up on this list for me is because there's, you know, bits that uh, whatever. But, you know- yeah. Who would have thought a Chip and Dale movie would be as fun as it was? So Yeah, they did a great job with it. Fantastic. That's the thing. Like, you, you could have done anything with a Chip and Dale movie, but what they did ended up being pretty entertaining, pretty fun. Yeah. And, and from an animation feat, just from like a you know technical sort of standpoint. It, it was, was all really CGI, cool. so I didn't care for that. Ah, oh, well, I there thought it no, looked cool. There was no traditional 2D animation in the movie, which they were faking. They were faking that with CGI, which I don't appreciate. It reminded me too much of Tom and Jerry. <laughs> So I was a little. That's why it's not on my list because okay. I was like, it's, it's on my honorable. Cop out. It's my honorable mentions list. It's on there. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. I, it wasn't exactly what we predicted, but I think it was better than what we predicted. Yeah, I agree. To be perfectly honest, we didn't. We didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. No, that's so, my opinion. I, you might be different. Yeah, I'm the same as you. It surprised me, you know, in how good it actually ended up being, and it, I think it was just a delightful, fun time, but not good enough to be on my list. Which brings me to number four on my list, which is Top Gun Maverick. Is that on your list at all? It was an honourable mention. Look at this. So, uh, you know my experience with Top Gun Maverick. Yes. I you went, went in with your arms folded. Yes. Like, I remember us sitting in the cinema. <laughs> the previews for, like, other movies were playing, and you were sitting there with, like, a smile on your face, and then, like, it suddenly dropped in. You're like, oh, shit, I just remember we've come in to watch a Top Gun movie. <laughs> Manny D hates Top Gun, but he ended up walking out of uh, Top Gun being like, oh, it was okay. And then, like, two weeks later, he was like, actually, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, a really fun movie, man. So it I sunk in. So, I don't blame you for putting it on this list. I thought it was, so it's number four on my list. I put it above Bullet Train because I thought it was, uh, it held my attention the whole way through. I'm not the biggest fan of the original Top Gun movie, but I thought it was so much better than that original movie. The thing oh, that, God, yeah. the reason that it's on my list for, you know, my favorites, the, what I thought was the best of 2022 is because I really liked all the characters in the movie. I thought Tom Cruise, surprisingly, Great was job. good in the movie. But I remember during the like the jet plane scenes, I was so invested in what was going on. We talked about this in our actual spoilers episode. I was so invested in what was going on in the jet plane. It was like anytime like the plane would would move, like I'd move involuntarily with the <laughs> plane, and I'd be like, "Shit, why did I do that?" <laughs> 
But then I was like, oh, it's because I'm so into the movie. I, I feel like I'm in the plane with the characters. Yeah. Cinema- like, the cinematography was spectacular. Yeah. At the stunts they all did. And the soundtrack was badass. I, I don't really remember the soundtrack. I like the the throwback to the, the older stuff, you know, the stuff from the original movie that they did. But the new music I didn't really care for. But I know you really like it. Yeah. But yeah, I had a fun time with that movie. I wasn't expecting to. Ended up really enjoying the movie. That's why it's on my list. Fair. What's next on your list? Right, so this is number three now. Yep. The Batman. That's number three as well for me. Wow, right. Let's talk about the, the Batman. Middle. So I was at the time blown away by this movie. Yeah, we saw it together as well in the cinema. Uh, the only reason it's not higher on my list is because I think it sours with repeat viewings. You yes, start noticing absolutely. the holes. And overstays its welcome. Overstays its welcome. Too much of a good thing. So I think when you watch this movie- you almost fill in the blanks and create a better movie in your head. Yes, absolutely. On the screen. And you're 100% right. And when you revisit it, you're just like, oh, actually, that's not really fleshed out. That doesn't make sense. That's kind of silly. So the things I didn't like, stuff about the Riddler I didn't like. There, are, Yeah, there's things I didn't yes, like about this movie. Absolutely. But what I'm I 100%. did like is I liked the mood. I liked that they went in a definitive direction to make it different to the Nolan movies. I mean, yes. you could argue that it isn't. But I, I thought I, it was better it was. than the Nolan movies, to be perfectly honest. Cool soundtrack. Oh, amazing soundtrack. I love the soundtrack for this movie. Great Batman. Yes. Uh, It's the first time I've ever enjoyed Batman in a Batman movie. He's awesome. A little thing that I liked about this movie is that the guys that they beat up, they keep recurring. Yeah. You can see their injuries. So, it really feels like Batman's in this world. Yes. This world's living, breathing world. He goes to the Iceberg Lounge way too many times in the movies, though. But I kind of like that because- you know, he, the crime never stops. Yeah, that's right. I, I love that, and uh, and you know, I like I like the noir ish yes, aspect to it. I love that. Uh, there are a lot of things I didn't love about it. Yes, but, I'm with uh, you there. But you know, it, it was good. I remember at the time I was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. In my head, I was like, "This is definitely going to be number one." That's what I was like too. Best spoilers. I thought it, this was number one on my list until I was like, "Actually, there's way better movies." Yeah. Uh, what, I love the movie, Matty D. Yes, this is so rare for me. I fucking love the movie, and I'm the the big guy who's like, oh, "I hate superhero movies. I hate origin stories." This movie did everything right, and I loved it. Cool. And I thought it was fantastic. It's a movie I put on all the time. Nice. I've seen it, let's see, six times now, Matty T. <laughs> can you believe that? There you go. But that's why I can agree, like, there's so many slow parts in the movie, because I've seen it so many times, like, the slow parts really drag, so I can just, like, casually fast forward those bits. I'm like, let's get back to another <laughs> really awesome scene. I really like the vibe of the movie. I thought the, the soundtrack, as you said, was fantastic. Really like the soundtrack. It's a, a soundtrack I'll just put on from time to time, and yeah. What can I say? Just glowing recommendation. Really enjoyed the movie. It's easily one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. Fair. Not my favorite. I wouldn't put it up in my like top five of all time superhero movies, but th- that's a very small list. But it's easily one of my favorites. And I- I'm so glad you're on the same page. <laughs> we had such a good time watching we that in the cinema. Like, we came out buzzing. We were so giddy. Yes. We were like, that was so good. I can't <laughs> believe how good that was. And I-, I saw it twice in the same week. And That's was, how much I enjoyed the movie. It was so cool because I know you don't like superhero movies. That's and right. I know you kind of have a, you know, you didn't like the 1989 Batman movie. No. And, I, and I was just like, so to see you enjoy something that I yeah, kind of enjoy right. was kind of nice. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful experience. Let's move on. What's next on your list? And it's gonna we're going to have the same list from this probably, point Probably, probably, because uh, it, we're number two, right? Yes. Uh, Glass Onion. That's my number two oh, as well. Oh. We've got the exact same top three. We do, we do. <laughs> so, we, I guarantee Which just goes to do. show you how good they are. Yeah. So- 
So I don't care what anyone says. I know people were like, eh, not as good as the original. It's Knives Out. Knives Out, that is. Can I be perfectly honest? I thought I it was think, better. I thought it was absolutely better. But the thing is, with repeat viewings of Knives Out, that movie gets worse and worse, in my opinion. Knives Out? Yeah. Okay. I, I, it gets more boring the more I watch it. Sure. Because the first time you watch it, you're, like, you're not seeing any of the twists and turns coming. I think that's obvious from our yeah. plot predictions. <laughs> but like this movie, though- like, I know it's really of the time and it's probably going to age pretty poorly, but, like, it was exactly the movie that we wanted and needed at the time. Such a good skewering of uh, Elon Musk as well, with Edward Norton's character. <laughs> what? Really? You think it's him? Oh. <laughs> and so, it was perfect for the time period and I thought everything was handled really well. Had no issues with the runtime, had no issues with the twist in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? This is same as number two for you as well. Cool style. A lot of fun, uh, interesting characters, well performed. I like the fact that they didn't commit, like they didn't get tied too much into the first movie to That's try right. to replicate that, which a lot yeah. of the times they do. They were like, Thank no, goodness. screw that. We're doing something completely different stylistically, completely different, and, and it worked for it so much. So, yeah. I walked away from that movie being like, they nailed this. Here's something that I really enjoyed about the movie as well. Again, I watched it twice in the, in the same week. Uh, we saw it in the cinema on my birthday. And yeah, I'm like, what a did. great birthday gift yeah. it was as well. Something they do as well is they don't cheat. So there's a scene in the movie where like uh, Edward Norton swaps glasses yes. with Dave Batista's character. And that's what ultimately ends up killing him because he's allergic to pineapple juice. And then he dies because of an allergic reaction. But obviously, Edward Norton's characters, he's aware, he's aware that he's got this condition. And the thing is, you see him switch the glasses in the movie, but because of the way that the movie's presented, you don't pay attention to it. So oh, so you that's go, in the movie, is yeah, it? You go back and watch it a second time, you see him like, there it is, you saw it. But the thing is, the way that the movie's presented, when they, when they talk about it, he, he lies and they show a flashback where it's not the case. Uh. And it has you second guessing yourself. You, you second guess what you saw. And so, I think that was so clever that I'm like, that's that's just brilliant movie making right there. And so, I've got to give, you know, clap the, the, give the movie accolades for that. Yeah. Clap at the screen, as I was about to say. They were bold and it paid off. Yeah. There you go. And then this leads us to our number one. What's your number one, Matty D? And I know what it is. It's no Pratt. That's right. Yeah. Can you believe it? I love to say, I told you so. And I'm absolutely going to say, I told you so. This is a movie we weren't <laughs> going to cover. We were going to cover the DC League of Super Pets. Well, who knows? Maybe DC League of Super Pets is going to be number one on this list. It could have been could in have an been. alternate universe, but you did not want to cover this movie. When I no, said I we did. were going to cover this movie, you were like, oh, it does not look good. Yeah. And when you predicted it, you're like, oh, this is not a movie I'm looking forward yeah. to. We watched it together. And we both really liked the movie. I was floored by how good this was. Absolutely. I think I had a little bit of fatigue from sort of these kind of horror movies. Us wasn't that good. Yeah, Us wasn't that good. Candyman was terrible. And, you know, Blumhouse has a lot of hype behind it these days. And I kind of thought, uh, it's- Jordan Peele as well. Jordan Peele. I kind of thought he was like overhyped by this stage. Yeah. And then he comes out with this and it's spectacular. And just from a movie making perspective as well, like- I remember, you know, why it's an art form now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, right. Because it's it's all really You and I, done. we watched the movie together and we were literally sitting there talking about the movie as we were watching it. <laughs> yeah. We were like, this is so good. Look we're, at how good this is. We're this doing is a so podcast, yeah. yeah. Didn't predict the twists and turns. Like, well, I did. It's, uh, it, well, okay, we'll go into that. But like, but like it, it, it really horrific and- It was really scary. Frightening. I thought I was so scared watching the movie and that's very rare for me. Okay. Well, I didn't find it scary, but I well, found I, it I thought like, it was creepy. Yeah, yeah. The, the concepts were pretty pretty intense, but yeah, well, yeah. Like, wow, like how good and the way the way the film is structured as well. Yeah. 
like chapter based. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, fantastic. I, I don't know else, what else to say about it. You know, it's just the story was really good. Everything that they set up like paid off brilliantly. Yes. It was just like a like a series of dominoes, but it, it wasn't predictable. Well, maybe it was because you know one of us did a really good job <laughs> predicting it, but uh, it wasn't entirely predictable. And what it did was uh, it paid off so well. And just like all the messages and the themes of the movie worked really, really well. Yeah, agreed. So, we know from watching the movie that it was all about, you know, the the alien spaceship, which turns out to be an alien itself, which yeah. is a twist that neither of us saw coming. An animal, because it's all it about a creature. Animals, yeah. yeah, that's right. Which really tied into the whole theme of the movie, because, of course, we open up with the, the, the chimpanzee killing the people. And that ties into the movie so well. And, you know, the, the whole relationship that... Um, uh, I can't remember Glenn. Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yes, yes, yes. Had with the the monkey tied into his character in the rest of the movie, and then the whole themes of the movie as well. Like I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about how good the the, the movie was right now. Uh, and just yeah, like that whole don't look at the don't look into the horse's eyes, don't look into the monkey's eyes, don't look into the aliens, don't eyes. look into the aliens. I tied in so well, and they they sort of re- they pepper this all through the movie, and it's all about like you can't control animals, and that was like. They, they, you know, they had a horse farm and that, that tied into the plot as well. All the horses were eaten by the aliens. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Fantastic movie. I'd recommend anybody who hasn't seen it go out and see Nope. Yeah. Go in with an open mind, I'd say, because it is, uh, it's, it's not Megan. I'll say that. <laughs> Everything that Megan did wrong, I thought that Nope did right. You can't compare a movie like Megan to Nope. And Nope did not do as well as Megan. I'll just say that. No, because- They like, had no TikTok dance in that movie. No, Me- Megan is a very commercial movie, but Nope was a labor of love. And that's Absolutely. Difference. Brilliant movie. I'd happily watch it again right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that we had the same top three. Top three, yeah. Do you have any honourable mentions? I do have some honourable mentions. The only one I had was Top Gun. I have uh, Chibbendale Rescue Rangers and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which were both on your best yeah. of list as well. Yeah. So, so we so basically have the same list. We do. But again, i got to say, there's a lot of movies we didn't mention, but I, I enjoyed true, so true. much of them that it was such a, such a good time watching these movies. Like you said before, 2022 was easily the best year for movies that we've covered on this show. Yeah. We've gone from like 2021 which was easily no it was 2020 was the worst year that we ever had yes to this year being the best movie that we've ever cut 2022 so many fun movies and i cannot wait to do our best and worst of 2023 2023 isn't even over yet but we're gonna have such a controversial episode (laughs) oh man that's gonna be big i also love during our uh during during the run of our 2022 episodes jenna ortega just becomes this massive star we that's start, right we start mentioning her i remember you mentioned her in your star wars plot you cast her as uh princess leia that's you? right and you're like this person that's coming onto the scene I yeah think, that's you right know, da, 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 and all of a sudden during that run she just becomes this mega star yeah by the end she'd become like one of the most popular actresses in the world but we're, we're talking about it we're like we think we're she's in this oh that and then all of a sudden you know yeah. Huge star. It's funny. I was like, I know her from Babysitter 2. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's in the Scream movie coming out. Yeah, the- that's right. And, oh, we didn't even mention Scream. Well, that's a movie I really liked, but it, yeah. I liked other movies better. Yeah, exactly. I was the same. Yeah. But yes, we're going to be talking about Scream in like a handful of weeks as well. So I can't wait to have that conversation. Sonic 2 we didn't mention. <laughs> yeah, Sonic 2. Should have been unforgettable. <laughs> that was to be right. perfectly was honest. Fine. No, I'm, I'm actually really fine. excited to recover that episode because uh, someone did a really good job predicting <laughs> that movie. Who? It was Matty D. No. Uh, Violet Knight as well, Jesus. Violet Knight. Violet Knight was pretty good. Yeah, In fact, all right. the movies that we didn't mention were all we're, still we're pretty all good. Pretty good. Yeah, you're right. What else have we got? Uncharted. There? Uncharted. I didn't mind. A lot of people I hated it, it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to have to talk about all these movies <laughs> again in the future. But yeah. 
what were your favorite movies and least favorite movies of 2022? Give us your top five or maybe top one favorite and least favorite from 2022, if you even remember what came out in 2022. Because <laughs> I know I struggled for the most part, but I was like, oh, look at all these great movies that came out. You can let us know at several places. You can find us on our social media pages at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com, or you can simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Manny D, I'm so glad that we always end with like the good because uh, <laughs> I was so mad talking about like Halloween ends and Megan that like I was in a really bad mood, but they're like we've we've turned it around and I'm in a really good mood now. Great, you're going to continue being in a really good mood, right? I'm excited to go back to the cinemas. You're going to the cinemas right now, aren't I you? I am. I'm seeing Oppenheimer. Oh, great. <laughs> That's not a movie we're going to be talking about in the future. <laughs> but I guess uh, we guess we can bring it up when we talk about the best and worst of 2023, because it's definitely going to be on some lists. <laughs> yeah. I can say that. Oh, that's right. I should mention what we're going to be discussing next week. So next week, we're going back to predicting the plot of a movie. This movie is coming out in several months, so I'm so glad to be getting ahead of the game. But we're going to uh, another Jason Statham movie. I feel like we only just talked about Jason Statham. Oh, by the way, I watched The Meg 2 last night. Did you like it? No. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, but we're returning to the world of Jason Statham. So I'm still sour from uh, my experience with Meg 2, The Trench. And we're going into uh, another franchise of his. The Expendables, when we're going to be covering Expendables 4. Four Expendables movies. Here so we go. So, we're going back to the world of Dolph Lundgren, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. Chuck Norris. No, he's not in the movie. <laughs> he wasn't one of them. He was in the second movie, but yeah, he's been cancelled so hard that he's definitely not going to be back. But I think most of the actors we've talked about in other movies, so can't wait to see some of these familiar faces again. You sh- have you seen the second one? Yes. Oh, I love the second, second and one. First we'll one we'll talk about the, the our history with these movies uh, next week. But yeah, I was a big fan of that second movie, which is why I'm optimistic for this one. But at the same time, uh, who knows? But yeah, We've so, been burnt before. Yes, we certainly have, as is evident in this episode. So please join us next week when we're going to be predicting Expendables 4. And until then, catch you next time. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that Matty D is actually short for Matty Detox. <laughs> that was probably the nicest thing you could have come up with. Yeah, exactly. What was I going to say just now? Matty Dick out on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.